Hello, everyone. This is Chase from the Nerd Shit in the Dark podcast. Um, I'm just here to give a little heads up. There was supposed to be a new episode of Nerd Shit in the Dark this week, but uh, surprise, surprise, I had my kid. So I am a little too busy to (laughs) record and edit a whole new episode of the show. So for now, you're going to be listening to an episode we recorded before we had any of our equipment from about a year ago. It's slightly edited. Not really severely, didn't have a whole lot of time on it, but still that same good nerd shit in the dark quality you've come to enjoy, at least in conversation. So have a little listen. We'll be back hopefully with new uh, recorded episodes in a couple of weeks. We have South Park in the Dark. That's still coming out on Wednesday and every Wednesday. Luckily, we got a few of those in the bag ahead of time. But um, for now, enjoy uh, this one, and I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Don't be a narc, we'll light up your spark It's time for nerd shit In the dark Good evening, kitty slappers, well back to another night of nerd shit in the dark we are here with chaz Streepak hey, and Streepak. brad neal brad neal here coming at you coming live at you live from clearfield pennsylvania okay, don't <laughs> tell them where i live yeah. well i guess they don't know i don't I live guess here I just told them where. so no, i saying. feel fine with giving that information away that's fine that's fine that's fine even though we both grew up in Punxsutawney, and that's where we usually that are. That is true. That's where you sleep at night is in Punxsutawney. Land of the Groundhog. I'm from a famous place. You are a famous groundhog. <laughs> yeah, I, am a fa- I actually am a famous groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> to me, you are. Yeah. You always be my favorite groundhog. No, good to see everybody back here tonight. Yeah, it's been a while been since a we've recorded. And it's good to be back in the studio. It felt, like it. It felt we right. Our, we have our boom mic set up. Yep. Got the... On air sign is on. It's good to see that light on again. I got my like um, DVDs and stuff around us in the background, even though you don't see it. Yeah. If, if we were a YouTube, if uh, we were a, show, if we transition into a YouTube have our channel, our which maybe we could do that. Yeah. We could record, record, record. We could expand. That could be fun. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So we have been drinking. Braden brought up titty slappers when we started. Yeah. Uh, if anybody caught that, it, you don't have to be. You can also watch our show if you're more of an ass slapper. That's true. We um, don't discriminate. Yep. Between what body parts no you like to slap. No foot slappers. No foot slappers. We'd yeah. rather no feet people watch our show. Yeah. I don't know if Swag's a foot person. Considering he's our only, our only audience. Swag, if you're a foot person, please let you, us know. You, you can keep watching. <laughs> Let us know, but know that we accept you as a foot person. We accept keep, you. You're only a watcher, so yeah. we gotta kind of keep you. We have, I don't know what to do with all this. No. Okay. <laughs> Moving forward, though. Yeah, barreling on. It's been a long time since we've had a chat, a chat about most of our stuff that we're into. It's true, little tidbits here, there. But you're caught up on some shit that I'm not caught up that's on. That's true. It's, it's gonna be a fractured show tonight. A little bit. But I think we can do a lot with it. I think so, too, because there's so much to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. That's why I don't want to waste too much time. Even like I think a two-and-a-half-minute intro is probably perfect, and I would just like to dive... You know, because we got to get this part out of the way, is the new nerd shit section. Right. Um, do you have any new nerd shit that you're into oh, right gosh. now? Gosh, I always... 
need to prepare this beforehand. I can go first. You go first. You always have a better one, so it's probably best that I give you time to think. But we can still talk. I definitely. I, I do want to talk about the subject. Definitely do. So this one isn't new specifically to me, not even at all. But it's been a long time that I've partaken in it in this fashion. Um, so I. Uh, I, I realized when me and Miranda went on a trip a couple weeks or a month back, we went to this bookstore and they had the Harry Potter books there. And um, I saw the Chamber of Secrets and the and the uh, Sorcerer's Stone hardcovers. And I thought to myself, those are the only two that I don't have hardcover editions. Like I had the first two softcover, like when they came out, I got them when I was like eight. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to buy those again. And I bought them back. And I started reading Harry Potter again. And I read through the first one in like two days. I'm, I'm middle to the second one again. I am fucking loving being back in in Harry Potter because it's kind of like I know the story. I've seen, I've read the books before. I've seen the movies. I know Harry Potter, but I literally haven't read Harry Potter since I was eight. The Sorcerer's Stone since right. I was eight. So like now I'm really? thirty, and like it's just a whole. And the fact that I'm loving it just as much. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm typically someone who remembers shit enough that I don't. It's a book. I got the knowledge. I don't right. want to read it again. I've reread the Harry Potter series two and a half times. The third, I, I got to like the Prisoner of Azkaban, my third run, and then I think I stopped for whatever reason and never picked it back up. Um, I would be interested in reading those books again, though, because they are an entertaining read the whole way through. <sighs> Dude, it's she writes so like it's so obvious to me why she blew up like she the way I stormed through Sor- Sorcerer's Stone. First of all. The eight-year-old me, I fucking smoked his bitch ass. I read that thing like two days. Yeah. How long it took me to read the fucking Sorcerer's Stone when I was a kid? A couple weeks at least, man. Right. And I felt like I was tearing through it. Those felt like big books when Not you were that young. at all. I mean, I'm sure once I hit Goblet of Fire, it's going to feel big again. My first book was Prisoner of Azkaban, actually. Because it was like that was like the big one, the one that it's was a little my, bigger. It was like the one that was in my school library. Okay, and I just checked it out for my library book. Oh, you read that one like before any of the before other ones. any of the other ones. I'd that's seen the movies, way. so I knew what happened in the previous two. Books. Okay, well that's good. At least you um, didn't just hop in. Yeah, I was a fan of Harry Potter, but I always thought the books were intimidatingly big because I didn't think I could read big you books. Three hundred page books yeah. when you're a kid. Turns out they're really good books. Easy read. Um, very easy read. And so, yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban was my first book, uh, Harry Potter book. But, yeah, I haven't revisited the series in a long time. And I probably should, especially because of the sad news today. I know. Oh, my God. So, so that's me. I've been rereading these books all week. I've been into Harry Potter. I see that today, and I'm just like, ah, dude. Yeah. What's that? Rob, Robbie Coltrane? No. Rubius Hagrid, I think, was what you were looking for. No, the actor's name. I know. I know. I, it sounded weird coming out of my mouth, which is why I hesitated afterwards. Because I was just like, "Oh, I really don't want to say this man's name wrong. He just died today." Today, yeah, yeah, Hagrid of all people. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was really sad to see because I feel like I've just been like reacquainting myself with the guy, like Hagrid at least, and like, yeah. to find that kind of shit out. Sad. Very sad. Seventy-two Two. years old. That's a fucking gamble. But back to Harry Potter, right? Um. It's cool. One, I like, like I said, being eight and then being 30. Like, it's, it hits me the same way, but it's different. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Even when you know what's coming, like, whenever Snape's doing shit. Like, that's another thing that's fun about Because the first time you read the, the Sorcerer's Stone and you get to the end with Coral, you're like, 
oh, what in the way? Like everything's. But once you know, yeah. you're just looking for it through the whole book. Like she's she's a genius. She just sprinkles. There's stuff they just toss on. There's like quick little conversations in the first one where Hagrid's just like, yeah, I got expelled. Don't want to talk about it. It's like this big fucking plot point in a later book. Yeah. Like she had There's things so ready much to left. go. Well, that was the one I realized I liked the books better than the movies. Because originally I was one of those people who was like, oh, I just like the movies. I'm not going to read the books. Yeah. And then I read them and I'm like, oh, there's way more to the story than you even see in the movies. Yeah. Even though the movies do a pretty good job. They, they do a pretty good the job. They, they just leave out like certain things and like certain things. Like certain aspects of scenes are changed yeah. and also just things entirely. Yeah, it's that. definitely an adaptation thing. For sure. and But well done, I'd say. But oh, yeah. honestly, I, like, like, fuck, man. The seventh Harry Potter was my favorite book of all time. All time, all time, all time. Um, even with two movies, they didn't quite get everything going on in that book. No. And that's what sucks. Like, there's a fucking fantastic scene in... I always bring this up. This is my main example all the time. Fantastic scene in the Deathly Hallows uh, book where, um, oh my god, Scabbers, fucking worm. Peter uh, Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Jesus. What was his like nickname? Though? Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. No, that's been, Lord of the Rings. Is that Lord of the Rings? That's, yeah. what, that's what I was going to say. I've been watching Lord of the Rings so much that so I'm getting my characters Worm Tail. Worm Tail. Okay. <laughs> I get them confused all the time. I, I literally. Terrible. Yeah, I thought for sure Worm Tongue. But was. he. He does. He he saves Harry and Malfoy's manor, and and the, his fucking hand that Voldemort Kills gives him, yeah. him chokes him to death. And it's so fucking awesome. It's such a bad like that whole book is just sprinkled with like here's all. It's my favorite because it's banger after banger after banger after banger. And the movie doesn't p- portray that any of that like that kind of scale. No. But also that scene. What happens? What if, what's the last thing you see Peter fucking Pettigrew do in the movies? So he breaks a fucking bottle over his head and he just drops. It's like comic relief. I'm like, that motherfucker had an arc and it was awesome. And he stood by his best friend's kid for the first time in his fucking life and it killed him. So no, I don't like the, the movie. I like the movies, but like they, like, or even Half-Blood Prince. I love that book. You know what fucking Baltimore backstory you get in that book? Oh yeah. You get next to none of it in the. You get some. You get enough to like get a movie by, but you miss out on all the good shit. There's definitely a lot of sacrifices made to get those movies in a coherent story. To be fair, the with the seventh book, that's a hard book to adapt to a movie with a cohesive storyline because that book is so good because a lot of it is like just scenes between characters in camp and it's like really stewing in emotions and um it's like you know you get this kind of sense of dread from the book of them being chased all the time and you're like on this adventure with them the book is taking no prisoners i remember reading it's like second or third chapter and not that far in and hedwig dies and you're just like holy shit like it's fucking blasted by a killing curse yeah right at the beginning of the book i was like okay, we're not fucking around. And, like, that was just to get you ready. I remember reading that page, like, three times to make sure I was right. I was like, I'm fucking right. They killed Edwin. And boy, did I not know that they were going to kill so many more people on the way through that fucking book. It's like, holy shit. (laughs) To the point where I was really, truly convinced going into it, I was like, Harry Potter could die. He could die. Like, all signs are pointing to this motherfucker dying in this book. And I would have believed it. Insane read. 
Yeah, I, that was the first like book of that size. I was 15 years old, and I read it in two days, and it was the first time that I had stormed through a book like that that quick. I just could not put it down. Definitely the fastest I've ever read a Harry Potter book, even probably compared to how fast I just read Sorcerer's Stone. Outside was the same for me. I read through the seventh book really quick. Astounding piece of work, and and like that, it may, it's 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 my favorite book of all time. Not just because it itself as a standalone book is just the perfect. It's beautiful, but it also goes a step beyond that by being the fucking. All six books have like the series just it's the fucking blow its load point. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, it's so it's a crescendo. Beautiful. It goes from like a like a children's book to like a fascist oh, empire taking dude, over. Very, <laughs> very subtly, but also very quickly. Like, after rereading the first book, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is all fun and games compared to, even like the ending, I was like, ooh, like the, the from the point where Harry starts to talk to Quirrell to where he is already in the infirmary back at fucking Hogwarts talking to Dumbledore, it's like seven pages maybe, and it's like, well, I, this is just plowing through. Right. As a kid, I was like, these pages are taking a long time. This is a big scene. But when I read it yesterday, I was like, oh, boy, fuck. Made it through already. And it's kind of like, I'm not going to say it's a bad ending, but it's like Harry is being attacked by Voldemort, and Harry wakes up in the hospital, and it's like, what? <laughs> it just happened so quickly. But it's at that point in time, she was just writing a kid's book. And he doesn't really use magic in that fight. No, he doesn't. He, just kills him. he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He doesn't do anything at all. Harry Potter, in that final part of that movie, doesn't do a damn thing. Everything else that happens to him, is just the friends solve, and then he's just Harry Potter. And because his mom loves him, uh, Voldemort can't touch him. It's very convenient, but it's fine. It's like whatever. It's still good. And I'm loving reading through the second one again. It's I love reading things. We've been going about Harry Potter for a long time. We'll wrap it up real quick. But I love going through the book because you know who became practically my favorite character by the end of Harry Potter? Take a guess. Who became my practically my favorite character by the end of Harry Potter? Draco Malfoy. No, come on. Be serious. <laughs> um, trying to remember all the By characters. the end, I mean. Trying to remember all the characters in Harry Potter. You really only get to see who he is by the end. Neville. Neville? I mean, yeah, Neville's cool too. Snape. Oh yeah, Snape became my favorite. You've told me this before. In, a, in one book, he became literally the greatest character of all time. Yeah. And it's fun going back and reading like the Snape parts right now. So fun because she knew what she was doing even from there. Like, oh, he always hated your dad. He hated your dad for whatever reason, and it was like, yeah, she had. Snape was supposed to be a good guy like, the, whole, the whole time. Dude, he was in love with Harry Potter's mom the whole fucking time. Yeah. And it's so painfully obvious now. Even though he's still a fucker. Like, he's still just being a douche he to be sucks, a douche. He still sucks, yeah. He's the best all at the same time. He's an unpleasant person, but he's not a bad person. That's how good she writes. The sixth book kicks off, and you find out that Snape is bad again. And you're like... It's the first chapter that you find out that Snape is evil again. It's like, this came out of nowhere. Yeah. And you, you believe that he's evil. She really be- tricks you into believing that Snape is evil again. Because he does evil shit. Like He kills Dumbledore, practically. Yeah. 
just for her to fucking twist that whole thing. Oh my god. When I read, that's that's half the reason I couldn't put the book down. I was just like, every chapter is just giving me more of this beautiful character development and just, oh my god. And never saw it coming. Who would have ever thought, like, she gives it away if it doesn't the whole time, that Snape was in love with fucking Lily. Insane. And there's this whole backstory of them growing up together and it's just like, oh my god. God. I thought and that scene was done well. Died. Died. To, and the last thing he wanted to see was Harry's fucking eyes. Because they're her eyes. Holy shit, man. It was crazy. In the midst of all this chaos, this little arc is happening. And it changes how you see an entire character. She was good at that. Sure was. So, yeah. That's my new... It's not new. It's definitely not new to me. It's not new to anybody, but I... I mean, I, I love Harry Potter, and I always have, and it's always good to be reintroduced to, like, how much you love something. I was going to say the Cyberpunk show. Okay. Uh, I watched through that in two days. Yeah, I've been watching it at work, and I only watched the first three or four of us. I do really like it, but my interest at work cycle quick. It's very, I I I, don't know, I really enjoyed it. Beautiful. I don't know if like it did respark my interest to try out the game again. Yeah, which I know that was like the point of it. Like it was, and it did well. Some like dual advertising thing for both the game and the show. Yeah, but the show was very good, and the game wasn't bad. It was a buggy mess when I played it. I heard they fixed it though. And I also heard they fixed it. And I believe it because the same thing happened with No Man's Sky. Um, so I think it can happen again. Do you think, like, the update would just go onto my Xbox? Or do I have to buy the game again? No, I, I mean, I think you could just download the uh, update. Yeah, it's just a patch. Okay. So as long as you have the game that's on your Xbox, you can just, you'll, you'll probably get on it and be like, this game has a fucking update. You'll have to wait a little bit. But... Probably, like, a, a few hours. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know if it's even really specific one, but... Yeah, I just started watching videos because I wanted to buy it after I had watched a few episodes of the anime. So, yeah, it works. Uh, yeah. It caught my interest again. It, it worked. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but the anime is really well done. and I've heard it's got like an 100% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah, the story's the great. first three episodes were really good. Yeah, it's like very good. Like, this is the best thing anyone who's a fan of cyberpunk aesthetics could have asked for for a cyberpunk show i think like they really nailed it down a lot better than the game initially did or i think it was just what you want yeah the game i think was supposed to be amazing and it wasn't bad it just needed to be fixed but even with how much of a, a buggy mess it was when i first got it i still played like for fairly long yeah yeah, but the thing is, like, when that word of mouth is that it's a mess, people won't buy it. So even if it has a good story, a lot of people weren't seeing it. Yeah. So I think they found a good way to get people... Here's our idea. We want people to at least see this idea we've come up with. Yeah, it, well, the biggest thing is just you could very obviously tell that it was unfinished. Like, they didn't put... Like, they had plan. You could see in certain parts of the game where they had plans to expand more things... Um, but just didn't have the time because I think the developers were really crunched for time and it was already like a super delayed game and so they were behind schedule for a really long yeah. time and 
You still have enough time to fix it. Just they should have pushed it. And it's funny that we have a podcast actually from two years ago when the game came out where we were talking about the game itself, kind of like this, but less hopeful because now it's fixed. And back then it was like, "Who's this fucking game? You can tell it's not finished." There's this one game that's being crowdfunded. It's like Star Citizen or something. It's some like space game that it's gotten really famous because it's like been a crowdfunded game for like the past 10 years and it's still like millions of dollars have been added like from the initial hype of when it was first like they first released demos of the game and stuff Jesus. and like people keep sending them money and no one knows where the money goes and it's it's been like 10 years and it still hasn't come out is it ever going to come it's out? Probably not. I, that's, I think somebody's are, just taking like people's money. That's, I remember seeing it in the news again because people are like really starting to suspect it's just a scam now because they haven't delivered any. Like they continue to take money, but they haven't delivered anything new with the game. Yikes. That's yeah. scary. All these people that want to play a game that might never be. It's a sad thing. I felt that way for a long time with Kingdom Hearts 2. I knew it was gonna be, but wait till you get to thirteen years there, Starfield Craft, whatever you are. Yeah, I would say Kingdom Hearts three is one of the longest spans for a game sequel. You're telling me, man, it was half my life up until that point. Beyond the Cyberpunk, so, so you haven't watched the entire thing? Not yet. Yeah, so I watched. I do spoil. need to finish through it. Anything that happens, but no, the characters are really good. The I like the voice actors. Voice actors are doing a good job. Oh my god, I can't believe that the main dude's like Tanjiro's same voice actor. Yeah, that's wild. Sounds the same but different. It's weird. It's, it, I mean, yeah, he's it's a voice strange. actor, so he's good at that. But yeah, and it has everything. It has hyper violence and super. Yeah, and... yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Fuck. So I when I when I first watched the first episode, I was sitting in this place. It's called the Mahaffey Fire. Well, there were people there. <laughs> And I had my headphones in, thank God. Well, the fucking thing opens to, like, a cartoon porn, practically, happening right on the screen. And I was just like, God damn it. I, like, turned my fucking... I turned my volume down. I was like, people are going to think I'm sitting here fucking watching porn. Cartoon porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even worse. So it's like... It's like, oh, this guy is even stranger. I was like, God fucking damn it. And then it went away. So I went back to normal. But then they do it again at the end of the episode. And I was like, son of a bitch. Stop it. Yeah. No, there's a lot of nudity in it. So, yeah. that. But all the stuff between that was pretty fucking sick. And episodes that followed. Yeah. Pretty good. Violence doesn't. I think I've watched just the three. The violence continues to just escalate throughout the show. Cool. Does it have like a definitive editor, or do you think it'll be like a second season? Definitive edit? Definitive. I don't know if I've said words. Um, It's it's hard to say, um, but the next season of the show, if it were to come out, would be very different from the first season. Is all I would. would say about that to keep things spoiler free. I don't think I've had a drink in this cup this entire time we've been sitting here. But I have been like (laughs) taking little sips out of it. Little nips. (laughs) And like little drizzles of what's left keep hitting me. And I'm sitting here unsatisfied and it's because I don't I haven't had a drink literally the whole time we've been sitting here. 
Do I look like a psycho to you guys? Or what? I, yeah, I honestly took a while for me to register. I didn't even I notice it this whole time. I, I thought nothing. there was just more drink left in there. Just wasn't me too, apparently. <laughs> um, I definitely need to get another drink. But... So, I mean, that definitely covers new nerd shit for us. That that was a good one. Like, that probably would have been my thing like two weeks ago when I first started it, but... Yeah, I, no, I finished it, and it is good. Can say. Can good. confirm. Can confirm good. Good. That's our rating system. Good. Good. It's good. good. <laughs> There's we, no numbers. Do we have above good, or is it just top off of good? Fantastic. Fantastic. So you don't think it's fantastic? You think it's good? You think it's good? Like... There's like good. There's good. I think it's volume too. There's yeah, good, 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 fantastic. It is good to fantastic. It's good to it's good to fantastic. Yeah, it's in that range. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's got a hundred percent on it. Like, yeah. it must be good. Another show that I think is in that same ballpark is also another one I want to finish is the um, that League of Legends TV show. What's it called? Arcane. Yeah, I yeah. heard that's fucking awesome. You've never seen it? I saw the first episode. And then I really? Started. It took you that? I never knew you didn't watch it. I assumed everyone watched it when I first. You would think I started it, but it was like Thanksgiving break or some shit. Like I just there was a gap, and then I just never went back to it. Yeah, that's also really good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Netflix does great when they stick with. Did you give that a good? And I would give that a good. Good to yeah. fantastic. A good to fantastic. I didn't like Arcane as much as, like, every, like I didn't think it was, like, the greatest okay. anime of all time, which, like, some people are saying that. Yeah. Um, but I did really enjoy it. And I like that you don't have to know anything about League of Legends to still follow the story. Like, the story doesn't rely on... Yeah, it kind of tells you what's going on. Yeah. Pretty well, at least from the first episode that I saw. Would you say that Cyberpunk or Arcane, which one do you think is a better show? Which one do you think is good to Fantastic-er? Uh, I personally enjoyed cyberpunk more okay you're a little more connected with that game though i'm a little more connected with that game i like cyberpunk shows more even though arcane also was cyberpunkish in certain aspects it was more steampunkish actually that's what it's called yeah yeah, yeah yeah definitely um i would say but uh which i like both but i'm more partial to the cyberpunk thing. I would say most people would say Arcane's better, though. Okay. Interesting. But my person, I need to watch both. Personally, but. I would put Cyberpunk above it. I'm definitely more episodes into Cyberpunk, but Cyberpunk's episodes are shorter, I believe, than Arcane. They are, yeah. Arcane had, like, a 45-minute first episode or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe longer. But I do want to get back to it, and I, I, I mean, I have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Keep choosing that, but then I'm reading it. Reading something I've already read because I have a problem and I like to be comfortable and I don't like trying new things. That's common. I do the same thing. I love I love discovering new shit. Me too. But it takes me a while sometimes to do it because I'll just rewatch the shit I already know is good. And that's typically I think over the past couple of years though I have done it fantastic. I went from like just watching the same shit for a long time to I have tried a lot of new shit and I'm very happy that I have. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll usually try things that have good hype. Ironically, She Hulk was one of the only things I've actually kept up with and finished. That is, it is ironic because it's the only thing that I haven't. Yeah, that is, that is it pretty was the funny. first of the Marvels, other than what if. Do we, want to, do we want to talk about She Hulk a little? I, I guess we could. We can talk about it real quick. I mean, yeah, I did a little short segment. Uh, yeah, we'll call it. I didn't like it tonight. But, um, <laughs> I didn't think it was very good. I, I mean, I don't hate it. Don't I didn't stop watching because I didn't hate it. I hate it. I 
just didn't see where it was going. Yeah. And I just didn't. And when I saw what was going, I didn't want to keep going with it. Well, that's that's why I was going to add on. I don't hate certain aspects of the show. There's even parts where I laughed and like thought things were it's good. Like, it wasn't like the worst thing on TV yeah. or the worst thing that Marvel's put out. Um, like a lot of people will exaggerate but a lot of the jokes did not land for me a lot of the plot lines weren't super interesting to me and um, the I thought the finale was very bad yeah from what I heard about it, it sounds like a fucking it sounds like something I would definitely hate because I, I thought it wasn't going anywhere before yeah to literally see it not go anywhere at all and yeah. then they shove it in your face yeah Fuck that, yeah. So like that that it's turns just, me off. Just, and I will say, I think it is the worst thing that, that Marvel's made. I do think it is. Really? For sure. I mean I, a lot of people would agree with you on that. And I'm not even like hating on it. I just think there's everything else in Marvel's so good. Even even some through. of the crappier things I'm just like I just can't sit through Thor in the Dark World. I could. I could more than I could that show. Because uh, because it's I just the first episode of She Hulk? Amazing. I was pumped. And then it, you know, the second episode it did what it did, and then it just kept doing that. And I, like, the first time, the second episode when it happened, I was like, this is funny, this is cute, this is fun. And then it did it again. And then it did it again. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. The first episode teases you with potential. Because you, you see it, like, you know, it wasn't the greatest thing. Like, the first episode didn't blow me away. I loved it. I wasn't, like, super excited. Oh, good. good? Good. I would say good. Just good. But um, I enjoyed it enough to want to continue good. watching it because I liked, you know, some of what they were doing again. But, um, yeah, I really just fell off. Like, I could see there's potential there. Like, it kind of sets up a character arc for Jen or what you think might be a character arc for Jen because, like, she's kind of cocky and annoying sometimes with certain things she she's... wants to be a lawyer instead of a superhero. Yeah, I think she might like... get her to learn to be a superhero, perhaps. I think she's like better than Bruce. And honestly, like I'm not one of those men on the internet who complain about like men getting made fun of on things. But like that was kind of a lot of the show was like them just like bashing men, which like after like I don't find all of that funny because it's like. Not constantly. Not constantly, but, like, I, I I can, like, laugh along with it, but, like, some episodes were centered around yeah. jokes like that. Yeah. A, a good, a fair amount of episodes were centered I mean, there was an entire like character where his whole thing was just making fun of women, or, like, treating women like shit or something. Yeah, he comes back around. He, I mean, he was... Yeah. He becomes a Hulk. Shut the fuck up. That guy becomes a Hulk? The nerdy guy what? who dated She-Hulk? Um, Dave she Um, the one that she used to work with, who, like, womanized people? Oh, no, not him. Okay. It was a guy she, um, went on one date with, and he, like, fetishized her. Oh, that guy becomes a Hulk? Yeah. I, oh. I barely remember he that He steals guy. her blood oh, wow. and becomes the Hulk. Oh, yeah, Because he he's did. asking about, like, her... Oh. You know that. Didn't he at the end of that one episode? Yeah. Oh, did he at the end of well, the episode? Well, he did, and it worked, and he became the Hulk, and you see them... It, start fighting like him and abomination start fighting and then real hulk shows up burst through the the ceiling titania also shows up burst through the wall they're all fighting jen and that's when jen was like 
wait, is this cool with you guys? Because this is like really messy finale. And then she punches out of the Disney Plus screen, punches into the Marvel's assembled, I guess, it's supposed to be like the documentary of how they do the behind the scenes stuff and then like walk to the writer's room and told like ask the writers what were going on and apparently those are the real writers or at least some of them were the real writers of She-Hulk and she's like this is like they're like superheroes have to have certain stories story endings so like you have to fight a big bad guy at the end and stuff and she's like can we just not do that and so they're like okay and they delete the Todd Hulk I think the guy's name was Todd they just delete him yeah they're just like alright we're not gonna do this anymore um, and then they're like, oh, an abomination was there too, because they you find out that like he was hired as a motivational speaker for this group that was like slut shaming She Hulk, because some guy had sex with her and like filmed it and po- they like posted it online. Okay, yeah, I I saw in a review something about like she got like like uh, blackmail porn, and I was like blackmail porn. Yeah, what are we talking about here on on She Hulk? Yeah, that's that happens. That's fucking weird. In the episode with Daredevil, and they just end it like that. They just end it with like that. That's how they end it. Her being like, change those seeds, leave that shit. Yeah, that's how the ending happens. That's fucked up. She's like, this is how I want. Sounds actually... like she walked out right when it was getting good. Yeah, and she's like, this is how I want the ending to actually happen. Um, and then like the day changes, Daredevil shows up. He just like falls out of the sky because she asks for Daredevil to be there. And then the post credit scene, she's having dinner with Daredevil and her parents. And then the Hulk shows up, and his son, Scar, Hulk's son, shows up behind him. He's like, hey guys, this is my son, Scar. There's like a Hulk behind him. Like a younger Hulk. He has a son? He's a son, apparently. Is that even real? He's a Hulk. Did anything in She-Hulk really happen then? I think the... the, That was a post credit scene. So it was... Connected to the larger Marvel, Marvel. Is her fucking jumping out of the? Is her jumping out of that was in the movie? That was in the thing scene. I guess is that. I don't know. Oh, I forgot. She goes and sees the robot named Kevin. Did you find out he's a robot? They, they imply it's like Kevin Feige, and she like bursts into like find Kevin Feige, and it's actually, <laughs> gosh, smoking, um, and it's actually a robot. It's like an AI. Okay, well, thanks for saving me about two hours of my life. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was that good overall. Um, and I wanted it to be good. Like, I never want to watch something that's bad. No, no, I, I went into She-Hulk the same way I go into every fucking Marvel show. Let's see and there we were got. jokes that did make me belly laugh, and they were jokes that did that's not the thing. make me laugh There wasn't a whole lot of... There were jokes that made me laugh. But here's the thing, especially when they end the show knowing with the, with the, the third wall breaking thing. That's like yeah. clearly, that's breaking through it. It becomes a plot device. Um, I didn't It think, resolves the plot. I didn't hate her, th- her third wall breaks. I didn't either. I didn't like them either. I didn't think they were funny. None of them were funny. Like they, t- and they all seemed kind of forced instead of natural. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. Like I just looked past them, but knowing that they make it a yeah. plot point, I'm like, well, it's like get me the fuck out of here. Deadpool's fourth wall breaking versus this full fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Like, it's just way better. Like, that's the thing. You can do it and do it well, but like, you have to it have wasn't well competent writers behind it. 
Like sometimes it would be sometimes I'd even like what she'd say, and it still didn't feel right because because the MCU isn't like that. Yeah. So it's just. I saw, like, I saw a YouTube video. How long has this been sitting here? When did what? you bring me this taco? When you first started. Oh my god! I didn't know this, you brought me one. Thank you. You acknowledged that I found it. Did I? Sure did. I remember seeing you eat one out in the hallway, and I thought to myself, she's shoving it in my face because I I brought have... yours out way before I even made mine. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I was having a moment out there. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, that's, I don't know. But that's just stuff sometimes. Sometimes you... You want something to be really good. You're waiting for it to be really good. Yeah. And I really wanted it to be good because, like I said, the first episode hooked me enough to want me to mm-hmm. watch it. I mean, it's one of the only shows I've watched in recent times. It's like the only fucking Marvel show you've watched in a while. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I still Andor, haven't. which is great. I still haven't seen Miss Marvel. haven't seen Andor. Miss Marvel's pretty good, too. But, yeah, it sucks when you when you think you're, something's going to be good and it ends up being not as good as you think because that... I mean, that really reminds me of just one thing in particular, which isn't the worst either, but, like, I hope it gets better. It's Mushroom Kingdom! Here oh, we, we to pull that up. come. We didn't forget. Are we pulling it up now? Mm-hmm. Let's watch it. Let's do it now. All right. Let's do it live. Let's say we can't Brain. get another drink. Yeah, we're probably not hit. Actually, while you're out there, fill mine up, too. What do you need? Mix me something nice. Surprise me. Not a whole lot to work with. So, Brayden hasn't seen the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer um, yet. So, we're going to get to see him hearing it live. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to pull it up. And all Brayden really knows about it is he's heard me and Miranda go, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come, a couple of times. (laughs) He's going to get to find out what that means. (laughs) Let me stress this, though. I I feel like I'm giving the wrong impression. I think this movie looks like it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be a really good movie. (laughs) What it becomes, we'll see, I suppose. Also, I'll say this. I think you'll like Jack Black as Bowser. Such a fool. There was a taco there the whole time. <laughs> and I was sipping out of a drink this that had been is... gone. For fucking ever. What I didn't have, I kept going for. What I had, I didn't even try. (laughs) But I will say a pleasant surprise to turn around and just see a, a totally available taco. Better hurry up, Braden. Yep. 
fucking dead air out here making yourself a taco. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with these people? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd like an awkward pause if I was listening to a podcast. You've watched it on taste buds I while do. they go like grab something out of a cupboard like some fucking natural peanut butter But it just so happens something. to be like episodes that I'm watching that I, like if I was just listening to that I'd be like, what is going on? Alright, Brayden's back. I'm back. I got myself a taco. Did you get me a drink? I did, I left it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. Thank you for the drink. I do appreciate it. If you hadn't got distracted one. with making my taco, completely forgot about the drink I made. How selfish. All right. Appropriate. So here we go. Live Super Mario Brothers trailer. See what you think. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. It's kind of like dead air. Yeah, you go. let's start with that. Well, it 
looks really pretty. Uh-huh. It definitely grabs your attention with the opening of Bowser invading other kingdoms. For sure. Animation looks tight. Bowser's... Comedy with the battle, but it's still serious. Yeah. It's you got that, like, kind of kids movie humor that kids is Kids movie funny. humor. A light, lightish tone, but still, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell that there's a story going on here. Yes. Um... And, uh, you know, it made me more interested in the voice actor. I thought Jack Black was doing a good job. I didn't even know that was him. Because um, he's actually doing the kind voice. Kind of sounds like Idris Elba at the beginning. A little bit, yeah. I, I couldn't tell who it was. I knew it was someone also really famous. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't remember that he did a really good job. I saw you smile. Yeah. Uh, when Mario spoke the first time. I did. Because it's Chris Pratt. Uh-huh. And I couldn't pick up exactly what kind of accent he was doing. <laughs> Not when he says, what is this place? That's pretty... That just sounds like Chris Pratt. It sounds like Chris Pratt, but even then, there's a little... It almost sounded like a twang at what the end, like a country... What, what is this place? Like, almost like... <laughs> like that, almost. Okay. Like, okay, what was that? Um, I need to hear him talk more, but they're purposefully not showing us... Their voices, Unfortunately. because that's the draw—is to get all these people you wouldn't expect to voice these characters, but maybe they'll do a good job. And I don't think he's going to do a bad job. Well, what do you think of Mushroom Kingdom? <laughs> Here, Here we come. come. Okay, so was that his voice? I mean, that's Chris Pratt doing <laughs> something. What, is he th- what accent was that? I didn't even think that was the Mushroom same actor. No, it's it's his voice. It's just I thought that was the to- the. The Toad guy saying that. Oh no. The Toad guy had like a really high voice. Like, like, don't touch that. I was like, that doesn't sound like Chris That's Pratt. Chris Pratt. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I would like to hear it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, hold on. <laughs> that smile that you started to have when, uh, <laughs> when he spoke. We'll do the what is this place. Kind of, yeah. I think he is. Because isn't that where what a Mar- what Mario? Sure. Is? I mean that. I mean that would be the voice, I suppose. They're Italian plumbers. Mario would, I, I guess, have expected to be Chris Pratt. Well, I think for I think what gets me the most is it's it's just like he didn't try to make his voice higher. He didn't, I don't know if you remember this, but like a year ago, and it's been all the talk of the town. Chris Pratt was like. Listen, we've really been working on this Mario voice. Like, I think we come up with something spe- something like you've never heard before. It's definitely something. And it's I've just never Chris heard. Pratt's voice, though. Like, he didn't do anything. Like, that's just him, but he's doing accent. Like, there's no. He's doing a very that's like weird. if I was like, "Crikey, mate, don't don't I sound like I've been working really hard on this voice?" Yeah, it's that's an accent. Voice. That's not a voice. Exactly. A voice, you change your tone and pitch. And stuff. So I don't know if they've got like that. Like, that might not be what it actually sounds like when the movie comes out. Well, I have to see more. They have to see. They definitely. I mean, yeah. as soon as the cast was announced, I'm like, all right, like that's gonna be weird, and I want to see it. Yeah. Um, 
I think everybody do really good. Actually, the rest of the cast I like quite a bit. Mario, I mean, I liked Chris Pratt when I first ha- heard it. I will say there's going to be an adjustment period, though, if he's going to sound just, just like Chris Pratt with an accent the whole time. Like a weird Brooklyn Italian accent. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. You know he had to have, like, voice actor coaches with him and, like... Oh, yeah. You can't even... Here's the thing. I think a lot of people are attacking Chris Pratt, but I don't think it's Chris Pratt's fault. I think who's ever directing this movie is, like, you gotta... Like, they told him to sound like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then gave it the okay. It's not his fault, but it is funny. They put it out there. Yeah. What is this place? He's just doing a job. They're telling them what to do. For sure. So, um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I hope another trailer comes out soon. I do too, but I honestly wouldn't count on one coming out soon, which sucks. Because there's a lot of build-up to this trailer, and I mean, it's a fine trailer. It's a fine teaser. Yeah. Um, but man, it felt like we were going to get like, like a full-blown like trailer trailer when this was because they put out the poster... There's a, we had to wait for a Nintendo event. Yeah, because you get like the rough idea of what the story's going to be like, but still don't really know. Yeah. Like, once the real trailer comes out, nobody will ever watch this again. That's what a teaser is. Was that Luigi going into a mansion at the end? I mean, it looked like he was going at least into like, not like a Luigi's Mansion mansion, but you know, like they go into Manchies in Super Mario Brothers. Like, yeah. So it looked like he was going into one of those. Which is definitely also a poke at Luigi's Mansion. That's the most famous game in them. The best game Luigi's in specifically. I say, I say the best game Luigi's in is probably Super Mario Brothers. But well, yeah, not not counting. But Mario just the Luigi game, yeah. Because those sure. are Mario games, but just Luigi games carried Luigi's by game. Luigi. The weight of Luigi's name, yeah, alone. Luigi's Mansion's top for sure. For sure. I don't even know if there's that many Luigi, like. Games. It's like two or three Luigi's Mansion games. It's been off. I mean, yeah, it's very popular. Very fun. Yeah. So, um, I, I can't wait to see the movie. Yeah, it will, it will definitely be an interesting experience. That's Look. all I can hope for. Yep. Doesn't have to be the best thing in the world, but as long as it entertains me. I think when I go see the movie, I'm just gonna scream it. Mushroom Kingdom. Here, Here we come! come. <laughs> Tried into the theater. Ah, uh, yeah, you I mean, didn't expect that. No. Even when you did the voice, I was like, I can't really that like, silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of spot on, don't you think? Yeah, that yeah, was pretty good. You actually did spoil it. Yeah, but you didn't even, you wouldn't, you didn't I think didn't you were being true. spoiled. By I had no idea it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see. I think it comes out in April, so I believe we'll be, probably get another trailer. It'll be twenty. It'll be twenty twenty three. Probably sometime next year. Do you think it sounded good or bad? Would you say good or bad? Oh. <laughs> 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 or terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, ah, fuck. Let's go. Okay, so let's have terrible at the bottom. Bad, and then there's good, and there's good, and there's good, and then there's terrific. Alright. I think it sounds, I think it sounds, just maybe <laughs> somewhere between bad and good. <laughs> <laughs> That's very vague. I don't, yeah. I don't want to say terrible, it's not that bad. It's but not it's, terrible. It's, it's not, you said it it's not good. I'm not happy about it. There's also a weird scene 
in line to be the first line. Right. Yeah, like, I like, think maybe I, we have to see him in conversations to see. I just need like. to see more because there's also another. It's like he, when he's getting up from that fall, he's like making a disgruntled face. A lot of people like just use that in like pictures. And they're like, "What the fuck did they do to Mario?" But if you look at Mario in every frame where he's just standing around or like looking like normal, he just it just looks like Mario. Yeah. It's just you've never seen Mario make that face. Like he's never had a reason never been in the a game expression to make cool. a yeah. yeah. So I don't think he looks odd, but. I certainly think he sounds strange compared to how Mario's always sounded in my head, which is... For sure. Wahoo! Wahoo! Yeah! He has a very high pitch. Mario. And you couldn't... That's the thing. Like, Where do you go with Mario? Because you couldn't listen to that the whole fucking game. Chris Pratt either. couldn't do a voice like that, no. Chris Pratt could... But you couldn't listen... Even if they just got the normal voice out here. Would you want to listen to that the whole fucking movie? Probably no, not. No, it works because it's a, he's, he's a man of few words. Yeah. He doesn't... Talking barely any of his games. And it's a movie, so I hope he does. No, you should to move the story along. Also, be like I'm, do I'm, a Mandalorian type thing with Mario. <laughs> for, for two weeks, I've been having fun doing this Mushroom Kingdom. Here we come, and maybe only a week. I don't know. It's felt like an eternity. I think it's only been a week. It has been a long week, though. Um. I can't, like, what if he has more? What if there's more shit that I can funnily make fun of that Chris Pratt just sounds like the whole movie? Oh, there's definitely going to be more. Okay, let's tweak it. Well, this is a Sonic situation. So, yeah, there's Mario. Well, I guess it doesn't actually take that long to record voice acting lines. Like, you could knock that out in... You probably knock that out in a day. day, Especially yeah. if you already know what, yeah. You just gotta read them. You know where, what happens in the movie. You definitely knock that out. Unless you have to do like a hundred takes or something. Yeah. Maybe. Mushroom Kingdom. Kingdom. Why don't we go with Mario's famous phrase, let's go. (laughs) That's the the craziest part. It's Mushroom Kingdom. Here we come. At least have it be. Let's go. Or or here we go. Like, go. Come. Mario's never said that. And he has a catchphrase. It means basically the same thing. That is true. That's Let's easy, go. That's an easy miss that they did there. They could have. And really... that's what gets scary because if they missed that, what else did they could miss? they miss more? We will see. I guess we will see. Clearly, all these celebrities had faith in the project to sign on to it. And I like Charlie Day, and I think he is actually a good fit for Luigi. Oh, dude, I think everybody else is perfect casting. I think I, I mean, thought, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. I actually like the idea of Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I, like, I love the idea of Seth that, Rogen yeah. as Donkey Kong. Bowser is Jack Black. Um, I don't really have a thought on Anya Taylor Joy, but like, sure, works with Princess, whatever, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, girl voices all sound the same. Bitch, why, why, complain? Good old, good old boy humor. This is guys <laughs> and my betrothed, but I got to make me some food. <laughs> I'm gonna work. So. Uh, um, <laughs> no, we love women here. 
And uh, I don't know. I don't know who else is in the cast, but good cast. But yeah. Yeah, Jack Black's actually doing a voice, too. Dude. But his, his voice, I wasn't, like, cut off guard. Like I said, I didn't even know it was Jack Black at first, but he's doing, like, a evil lord voice. Oh, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. When he started speaking, I was just, just like... That was my main concern when they hired a bunch of, like, real actors. Yeah. Like, hire voice actors. Like, voice actors get, like, are much better at the job and they often don't get paid as much or get as much work as regular actors. So they'll put regular actors in jobs that should be the voice actors. Yeah. But if the regular actors can actually also voice act, because they're two different art forms, then that's fine. But not every regular actor can also voice act. No. Case but in point, the What If show. True. Yeah. People were... Really making fun of but, fashion standards. I also think that the the people that they got for this have proved that they can voice act they, too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Thank they God they did. Experience. Yeah, they didn't just pick some schmuck because, like, yeah, Jack Black has voice acted. Chris Pratt has voice acted. Yeah. The Lego Movie fucking rocks. Yeah. Seth Rogen has voice acted. They've all voice acted, which is good. So they could have hired, yeah. Come April, we'll know. It's good. I hope I love it. I, I mean, hope I it's really. Good. I won't lie. Just the just like the, the the poster, and even this trailer in a way like got me Mario pumped again. Like I watched some game and film theories about Mario. I started playing Super Mario. Like, yeah, I mean Mario Super Mario Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo was and will forever be. The very first video game I ever played. Like it is the game that got me. Mario is the reason I play video games. It's a lot of people's reasons for playing. Like, yeah, it was like, a lot of people's first game. Exactly. It, it, to some, whether it be the original ones, I was born in the Super Nintendo era, so I that was my first game. And Mario, and I mean, for probably the first fucking twenty years of my life, you could say video games and Chase Skrupek are a very synonymous duo. They go together. <laughs> I don't play them as much as I, but I used to, that's what I did. Ah, play video games. I forgot I to tell them. you, I actually broke my Switch um, because I got ginger ale all over it. There's like a glass of ginger ale that I had. I forget why it was in glass. And I knocked it over and it like went straight onto my Switch. And like, it was fine at first. I was in the middle of playing something. Um, and like, I was like actually in the middle of a match. And then I cry. It's like the screen went dark, but you can still faintly see what was going on in the game, and then, like the volume was messing up, and then it just died. Ugh. But good news is that I got a new switch at Walmart, and it's actually the yeah, the OLED, the big yeah, the big switch that I can play on my TV now. So it's been a huge upgrade. Oh wait, you had a you had a switch light. I had a switch light. That's so did you get the OLED or did you just get the switch like normal switch? I I I couldn't even hook it up to the TV. I just mean now because there's the new switch like OLED version and then there's like the switch that I have which is oh I don't know the difference the generic CD. Oh. You probably would. You probably have one like mine. I just bought the one I saw at Walmart. It was like switches. Yeah, they had them right there, and I'm like, yeah, I want one. Give me one now, bitch. Yeah, and it's so fun because I've 
played games because I, I found out a lot of the because I'm having problems with my laptop. I don't have a like really good laptop right now that can play good games. I can mm-hmm. use the internet on it, but like it crashes whenever I play try to play any games on it. Um. Oh, I found out a lot of the games I wanted to play on my laptop are on the Switch Marketplace. Oh, dude, the Switch Marketplace has so many. It's games. actually yeah. I was surprised at how good Switch Marketplace actually was and how much how many games they had available. But I've been playing um, Payday Two and Ark Survival. Oh yeah, Switch Switch has so many games. Like it has such a variety. It's like it's such an under, like I'm so glad I got the bigger version because it's like such an underrated console. Well, I don't know if it's underrated, but it's it's pretty popular. But. The Switch? I yeah, I think it's like... Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's got a problem with popularity. Like, it's definitely on par with, like, the PlayStation and stuff. Oh, for sure. I mean, Switches even, like, they came out hard to get, and then they were out for a while, and then near the pandemic, they were, like, gone again. You couldn't buy them. At, I just bought Miranda a Switch Lite, and it was tough to find. That was the light. Now they're coming back again where they're sitting in the stores again. But, like, it's crazy. Like, they had been out for, like, four years, and then they were hard to get again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitch is very popular, and I, I'd be very sad if mine broke. Like, I have my Steam Deck now, but I still will dick around with my Switch. Which I'm glad they had a hit with the Switch after the Wii wasn't competing as well as they wanted it to. Or the Wii U. The Wii started or like out the PU because that thing fucking stunk. It, it, <laughs> it started out strong. Like people were interested in the novelty of it, and I like the Mii Sports and stuff. But got old after a while, and there wasn't as much like like good games available. It became a gimmick. It did become a gimmick, and it was like it got old after. I mean, I guess it was always a gimmick. A few games, um, but the Switch. I mean, the Switch has some gimmicks, but it's like really useful, cool good gimmicks like you can do switch from handheld to TV and you have options oh dude, that, that like when I first saw that I was like I'm sold yeah <laughs> I remember seeing like the first trailer for the switch and being like, like had jumped off the Nintendo train for a long time the Wii U really fucked me off yeah and then I saw the trailer for the switch and I was like when can I get one of these in my life and I I mean it's just a well designed system Pre-ordered mine as soon as fucking possible. I've had it ever since. Got it the day my grandpa died, which ironically was his birthday. I still have my grandfather. I still have not finished Breath of the Wild. Me neither. Uh, but I'm, I have played a fuck ton of it. I think. What that's the draw of the game. That's what I think what happens to a lot of people. You is just like, fucking do other shit. You just do other shit and like it's just that's why I did. Like game. I just like would like explore around and find shit. I could go have trouble doing Zelda level puzzles that are now open world level of difficult, or I could just go fuck around in the woods. Yeah, I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, and uh, I'm close to the end. Like. I have all the divine the beasts, and it's literally just storming Hyrule Castle now. So you don't want to? I don't want to, because I don't really care for it right now. I've already been to Hyrule Castle many times to loot shit and find, uh, what are those, little Korok seeds, because mm-hmm. those are fun to find. Mm-hmm. And I've also been trying to find, 
I got most of them, but the photo memories mm. to unlock the flashbacks, you have to find that place in the world. No, oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, take yeah, a picture yeah, yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's that's another thing. There's just there's so much to do with that. Oh, I haven't finished it. Yeah, I want to finish it, but like, part of me also wants to restart it. <laughs> it has a it, dude. It's a great game from beginning to end. You just build yourself up to be the super strong, coolest link that's ever been. I loved when I found out that that shield defense thing. Did you get that? Probably not. Did you do the Divine Beast quest? Yes. And you got like the special powers. Like you got. Oh the res- yeah. Okay. 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 I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're cool powers. Um, I was thinking of something very. The one guy, the one guy gives you a shield that like. If you put your shield up, any damage that you take is nullified and you shoot it back. Mm. And I found out that you can do that with the Guardian's lasers and it just like kills them in yeah, two, yeah. two hits. Okay. Yeah, it's Divine Beast. A treat. I'll say that much. Oh my gosh, I did it. I love the end of shit. I noticed that when we were in Zen room. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you not know what did that? No. Wow. All sorts of things. Outer Banks continues to surprise us. Even when we're not even there. We're not even or there. Or are we? Maybe we are. It's like Maybe we aren't. around. I want to talk about a lot of the things that are out right now. Like what? Whether or not you or I have both seen them together. Um, for instance, um, I mean, we're watching so much shit. Um, I, I mean, I just want to take a quick dip into Star Wars for a minute and say that I'm really digging Andor. I heard it's good. It's really good. It's almost next level. Like, it seems really? like not... You wouldn't expect that to be the show that is the best. I feel like I've compared it to people on many occasions to being like, this is like as close as Star Wars can be to Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's political, it's it's adult, it's interesting, it's just like so tightly written and very character involved. Yeah. Boba Fett almost felt too Disney-ish. Yeah, Boba Fett had its ups and downs. That's the thing, they all have ups and downs. Andor has just felt like it's gotten better every episode. Boba Fett just felt really like Disney Star Wars. That's fair. Rogue One doesn't feel like Disney Star that's, Wars. And that's the thing. This this movie feels this is similar show. to Rogue One. Oh, yeah, it's the same guy that's making it. Yeah. But it's almost like... I think like this is how I kind of see it, though. It's like when Star Wars came out, you get the first Star Wars, and then Empire comes out. It's like a little more of an adult. Yeah. It's like fucking... Like... It's like we went from Sorcerer's Stone to fucking Order of the Phoenix in a movie. The Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie, but it definitely takes a step back and, and is more kid than it is adult. It doesn't continue. Yeah. And that was when Star Wars popularity was like at its peak, because people were going crazy for it, so that's when a lot of uh, George added 
different out like the Ewoks and different elements right. to that to like and sell. Not a bad thing. No, it's my favorite Star it Wars worked. movie. It was, yeah, it was my favorite for a long time, and then as I got older, I liked Empire better. Andor kind of goes in the direct. I think it's like where where Empire was going is his level of like darker, more serious tone. Good. Like I, for fuck's sake, the first scene of Andor, the first scene takes place in a Star Wars themed brothel. Really? And they're not even subtle about it. You're just in a brothel. You're in a sex place. Yeah, they hardly ever mention sex in Star Wars. First scene. Sex is the Andor really goes into an a brothel. There is like it's not a sex scene, but there in that same like first two episodes, like it's clearly these two characters are into each other. This girl just came over. These two are gonna fuck. Yeah. They don't show it, but it's, like, heavily implied. Which, and, like, that's big for Star Wars. Which, I don't mind that. And even though, like... Oh, no. It's sexual elements have usually stayed far away from Star Wars. It fits for the universe because, obviously, those things would exist. I know people were... It's all about family. You can't only get family if you have sex. Uh, I know people were all worried about, don't like... Don't me on that. Lord of the Rings, possibly, <laughs> like, doing the... Like, being influenced by Game of Thrones and having, like, nudity in it and... Nudity and sex stuff wouldn't really fit well in, like, the Lord of the Rings universe. Or Star Wars. Or Star Wars, but... Yeah, so you wouldn't go that far. But that's what I mean. It does a good job of doing those things, but not feeling like it's not still that thing. And like I said, it's a whole... Like, it's the building of the rebellion. It's these... Oh, my God. It's There's six episodes in, and it's just like... This is so good. You kind of got to watch them as, like, little movies. It's like the first three episodes kind of play together. The second three episodes play together like they're, they're like little movies yeah and there's there's the characters like there's this one villain character that i'm so where they're taking his character i'm just like i want to know what the fuck this guy's gonna do like i honestly think star wars is at its best when it's a darker tone yeah. even though i like the comedy and like the comedy is some of the best aspects of star wars to me especially in the original trilogy like the jokes and stuff there are classic yeah um with the sequels, I feel like sometimes they're almost too much like Marvel movies with how they're quipping around. The sequels, yeah, 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 okay. And um, prequels didn't really have... Prequels don't have a whole lot of humor. Prequels, a lot of the humor was aimed at kids. Um, and, and the humor that is, if it's not the kids stuff, it's like the characters are making jokes. You're to understand that the characters all think each other, like they get the jokes, but you as an audience don't have like, to get the jokes. Yeah, because like the purpose of the prequels well one of the purposes was to like introduce a new generation to star wars so it was heavily targeted to appeal to kids for a certain thing Which, to appeal george to star says wars star wars i mean it's for he wrote it for kids it's yeah. a movie for kids yeah i watched it the first time when i was i mean kids love it i mean that's typically when you watch star wars yeah but i also like when star wars does start because like that um star wars anime show go fuck dude most of those episodes were pretty dark, I and they all love that were show. really good. Is calling girl? No, I don't know. I <laughs> girl, I fucking do. <laughs> Star Wars Visions to me, to me, is like the best Star Wars shit that's come out since the original trilogy. <laughs> Same with Clone Wars. Although Clone Wars, does, Clone Wars is good. Does well, with balancing comedy, but it's a show about war, right? So like, there's a lot of dark elements in it. Well, you have to stick to Canada. That's what I like about Vision. They don't. They just tell a Star Wars story. Like, like they get the Star Wars esque stories. Like. We're gonna get to this, but that's how I watch Visions. 
is kind of like how I watch Rings of Power. Like, is it canonically correct at all? No. But is it taking the stuff that I like and doing something fun and cool with it? Yes! Yeah, it's Middle Earth. I love Middle Earth no matter the context. Even like even the Hobbit movies, which like I don't enjoy nearly as much as the Lord of the Rings movies. But I still you were enjoy, never gonna. I still enjoy the uh, yeah Middle Earth aspect. Like yeah. it's just a place I like. I've I stories to take place. In. I've enjoyed the Rings of Power, but it's it, it, now that it's season one's done. I am in a different perspective to the people that didn't like. There, there will always be the people that just didn't like it to not like it. That, that will always be a thing. They, they were never gonna like it. But the show definitely gives a lot of things for people that know about Lord of the Rings and Tolkien and shit to be displeased about. A lot of easy targets. The, things that I that they could have very easily not have done, and they still did. And I think that's what kind of also bothers me to a point. But it's like, I'm still enjoying the ride. It's, it's hard when you see these shows that people some people are rooting to fail. Because people were rooting for this show to fail before it ever came right. out for months. Oh, yes. And... You want it to be so good that they can't. That they can't. And when you see that aspects is. that you know, like, oh, there, there's going to be some discussions about that. For sure. And it happens every episode. Um, yeah, that can be irritating. So that's what's hard. Because I still like it, but I can't. Like, when somebody's like, well, blah, I'm just like, yep, they changed that. They definitely changed that. They definitely so, do their own thing. What, I, I don't care too much about spoilers because I'm going to watch it still eventually, but I know it's like. It's, it's probably not going to be, like, the best thing I've ever It's seen. solid television. It's solid. If you don't know the lore, I think it's pretty good. Because well, I look past it. But what aspects of the lore, if you could give some examples, are changed? Um, are they super major or are they overblown? I think there's some pretty big ones, actually. Which is yeah. why... That, that's the thing. If it was just like some little things here and there, I would be still like oh guys come on but now i'm more of a guy that's like okay i see where you're coming from i still like it but yeah there's a lot of tolkien purists that like it's such things that they could just not fucking change around that they do that makes it kind of go man um i I, from a small level to a big level and that's what's also very hard first of all the timeline's very condensed so everything's happening very like you know here we are, here we are. Um, so, but like things they change like, like I'll be honest I'm not going to tell you what really happens the show's called Rings of Power but the season the first season ends with the creation of the elven rings the three elven rings okay and, and they're, they're implying the yeah. but they're not they're not supposed to be the first rings that are made so other rings are made they should have but in this show they're not oh so they, they're implying there's whole other rings that exist well, the thing is, they're, it's not that they're implying other rings exist, it's that they're implying that the, 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 the elven rings are the first ones that are made, and we now have to watch the other ones be made. Whereas, in the actual lore, the elven rings are the last three to be made before Sauron makes the one ring. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not super, like, it's been a while since I've read the Silmarillion. Exactly! And it's not a big deal, but... If you know, you know, and if you know, you know, for me, like, for instance, when I watched the Aragon movie, I'm like, wow, they butchered that fucking book. So it was Men First, Dwarves Second, and then Elves that were all made. I, I think it might be Dwarves First. Or Dwarves First. But I know that Elves is last. 
and it's first. And it's like, it doesn't bother me. The show makes a good enough reason why it needs to be happening this way. But, um, you know, there, there's that. There's, there's, there's a character that is Sauron that you find out in the finale that I think the way the show played it was oh, really so they well. Oh, show Sauron. Oh, we're fucking sure. Um, but the thing is, like Elvin he, 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 but he's not disguised as Anatar, which we already know is who Sauron becomes to deceive the elves into tricking them into making the rings. Oh, he looks like a different. He's person. he's not an elf at all. He's a person. He's like a human, right? Oh yeah, I've I've always seen depictions of Sauron when he's in disguise as an elf. It's it, because, because he is. And it's, it's his name is Anatar, but yeah. in the show, that's not the case. Wasn't well, he something? So like they Gandalf? changed that. He's, he's like on the same as rank well. as Gandalf. It's like in the same... They're yeah, like angel-like beings, kind of. Correct. I've always described them as like angels and gods. And I think an angel is a good way to describe they're um, like the Gandalf. S- angels were like the second rank. In sure, the, yeah. Who's the Viar and the Maiar? Gandalf is a Maiar. Gandalf is a Maiar, yeah. And so is Sauron. Yes. And so are the Balrogs. Or were. They were Maiar. Were, but they're they corrupted. corrupted. Yeah. Same with Sauron. Sauron's a little different. Sauron might actually be... Val... I have to look on that. That's the thing. So fucking rich. Because Morgoth was a fire. No, I think he was a Valar too. Like a god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sauron was below that. Correct. Sauron was the second in command, and yeah. he was similar rank to Gandalf. Yes. Like Sauron was, and they kind of play on that in this show too. But that's what I mean. Like they change stuff around that doesn't need to be changed. Is that guy Gandalf? I don't want to tell you. I'll spoil you. So it is. I don't want to tell you. I feel like if he wasn't, you'd just say he wasn't, though. I don't know. Because no. he could be anyone then, and I want to know. I'm just going to tell you I don't want to tell you regardless of what But it they is definitely or... seemed like, from what I saw, they were making it out to be like this guy. You might want to think that he could be Gandalf, but he's so different from the Gandalf that we don't. No, it's just the way the pl- like, I don't want to ruin because the I just want you to watch it as how I watched it. You know what I mean? I don't want to tell you anything. But that means I've already Gandalf, told you some stuff. Gandalf is in this somewhere because if they pick him, what did you say they kind of go into like how he's similar to Gandalf? Yeah, I would agree. We already talked about he's this. Mentioned in some capacity at least, right? So he as a well, let's just say this: if he is Gandalf, if he is Gandalf, then that's another thing that they. They changed change that they didn't have to, but they still did. One of my biggest pet peeves with adaptations is when you make unnecessary changes yeah. without any real logic behind it. Yeah. Like Percy Jackson's were very notorious why those movie adaptations were so bad. Because a lot of the changes were like simple changes that were easily yeah. done. Like, I know the uh, Annabeth or Annabelle, I forget her name. It's very clear, like she's a blonde person, and you just dye a person's hair blonde or hire a blonde actress, but they got a blue. Oh, yeah, in the it's, first Al- movie. it's Alexander Daddario. Yeah, and people were like, what the fuck? And then they did dye her hair in the second movie, but by then it was always like, well, why? Like, why not just cast someone who looks yeah. like the character in the book? And that was just a minor one, but there's a bunch of things that, like. Well, if they're going to they get the look of a character wrong, then what are they, what are they going to do? Right. So. I mean that's the thing with the Lord of the Rings then is is there are there are quite a few changes that could have just not been made, and I'm just choosing to look past them, but I accept that people can't. I heard the Durin and the Elrond stuff are still good. Dude, 
It's like the best part of his. It's the best part. I've of the heard show. that like the actor who plays Durin is like carrying, was like carrying the show, or like for the people who didn't like it, they said they he, also. He's certainly like one it. of the characters that has the most character. One of the best actors, acting. I mean, I think everybody's a fine actor. It's just his character. Dwarves in general, when you think of Middle Earth, are just more fun. They're funner characters, so it is more fun to watch them. And the hobbits are too. I think the hobbits are great. Like the hobbits, a lot of people talk like that. That's their least. Like they hate when it cuts to the hobbits. I've heard a lot of people shitting on the hobbits. I love it. I'm like, this is this is what. Okay, before all of this other shit got made, Tolkien made the Hobbit. Like, Lord of the Rings is hobbits doing shit. So when hobbits are doing shit, I'm like, this is the most fucking Tolkien thing I've seen. Slight. They sing at one point. I love it. I cried. Did you see the Mr. Sunday video about the Lord of the Rings sequel? I did. I watched it last night. It was pretty interesting. I hate that it just kind of ends. Yeah, you never finished it. Was it was interesting, but, like, it just ended. And, like, you know what I mean? Well, it was like, also, like, Tolkien... He didn't, finish he, it. he didn't finish it. He didn't finish nah, it because yeah, he didn't I, think it would be an interesting story. I get that. But it's just like, I felt like I wasted 12 minutes of my life by listening to that video and being like... I thought it was interesting to see his thoughts on what Middle Earth would be like afterwards, especially with the Hobbits yeah. and how they kind of, they basically go back to living like the Harfits. I'm glad he chose to stop though and not put that out and not be a thing. Like, it doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. No, it's not canon. None of it. Because like, I think all things need to know where to just end. And it ended, and in, it the ended in the perfect space. Like, and there's, like, a lot of cool writings and stuff that kind of flesh out Middle Earth, but none of it was, like... None of it touched the core story. It just flushed out more of the world. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, Lord... But I don't need to know what happened next. No, they almost always get it wrong. Very rarely mm-hmm. do the sequels live up to the originals. Oh God, yeah. So thank God he stopped it there, because... It was perfect. And you know, th- this show's fun. It's got some nice color. It's entertainment. It's it's entertainment. And I like it. It's, it's stuff that I like. Um, even though I get that they've changed a lot. But as long as they... Like, it's the first season. I think there's at least four seasons left. See what they bring. See what season two brings. A lot of shows don't even get good until their third season. So it's yeah. like... Let's see. Maybe they just needed to fuck around. Unfortunately, with the days of streaming, a lot of shows don't survive past their first season if it's not good because they'll get yeah. It's just well, such an unrealized Luckily, yeah, which oh, which is terrible. On. But with Amazon's with the Lord of the, with this show, Amazon bought it. Amazon's making it. It's and, the most expensive show ever made. And Amazon's mm-hmm. putting it out. They're not. They spent a billion dollars. They're not going to cancel it. No, they are invested. They're going to keep doing it whether people fucking like it or not. Yeah. So, whatever. I'll watch it. I'll make my opinion when it's over. Um, it took it took for Game of Thrones to get through his last season for me to be like, well, that sucked. Um, so, who knows? So, so, do you think the next seasons are going to be Forging the Other Rings <laughs> until eventually Forging the Rock One Ring? Um, I'd say, well, I guess we'll see. We'll I guess see, like, the we'll see. Stuff. They could change. I mean, it's not like we've seen men with rings or dwar- So for all I know, those rings are already around, but the yeah. show hasn't shown them. And it kind of made it seem like that the elven rings were the first ones being made. Um, but I don't know. But I, I, I still like it, it. I still like the twists. Is it assumed that the elven rings are the most powerful next to the one ring? Or are they all kind of comparable? 
I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the, the three Elvic rings are more powerful than the other rings. I don't think the dwarves can be um, overcome by their rings. That's why they didn't like turn into ring raids like the men. They were overcome by their greed. Yeah, I, I don't think it had that effect over dwarves. Um, it was more so that whereas it did with men. The attributes of their race overtook them. Well, yeah, basically, and like the elves, they they made theirs to kind of help them so like their their rings they have like Galadriel still has hers and yeah and I had to look into this I had forgotten so today I asked my Google I was like who had the two others who has their and it was like it was like Gandalf Elrond and Galadriel and I was like I didn't even think they had them so so I had to like really look into it and like they do end up with them like Gandalf gets it and, and Elrond eventually gets it but the original three um Ring of the elves. It's Galadriel. Yeah. But then it's it's um. Gilgalad. The king. Yes. Yeah. And then who the fuck? I just read it today. To, like recap the the third. It's not it's not Elrond because Elrond gets Gilgalad's ring after he dies. It's the ring of air. Galadriel is the ring of water and the ring of fire, which is the one that Gandalf gets. Fuck, I can't remember who has it. Trying to think of other famous elves. Who's the one elf lord? Glorfindel. Uh, oh, the one that. Um, I don't think it was him. No, it's not. He saves Frodo and. But he was said, he was said to uh, be so badass that orcs would run away. Whatever, because he shines to them. Yeah. But they say he could he couldn't go with the party. The fellowship, even though he was like an elf lord, because he is he's too bright. That he, he's the one that saves Frodo in the book, as opposed to Arwen. Yes, yeah. They changed the okay. Apparently, people his aura in like the shadow, like the wraith realm, yeah, is like super, super bright. Which that's a change yeah. that people don't mind because it's so it's very little, and they're not changing all. That's what I. That's the difference between the Rings of Power and the Lord of Rings movies. Whereas the Lord of Rings movies add or change things around, but for the most part, it's the same thing. Rings of Power is is basically its own. For the most part, it seems like it borrows a lot from what's already there, but definitely is doing its own thing with it. Is there any commentary on the dwarf? Uh, not the dwarves on the orcs of how like I thought they might be going in a direction of like maybe it's wrong to kill all the orcs because like Galadriel starts off as like pretty genocidal towards them, like wanting to wipe them all out. Like I just didn't know if they were. No, that at all? Th- there is a villain who is like who sees them as his. I think orcs do family. Go extinct. Like they try to make them seem like people, but only in the eyes of this villain. Uh, so it's not like they're like to, the, to us the viewer like this guy's fucking crazy. But we get to see more of the inner workings of orcs. There's a lot of orc stuff. I don't know if you see the it's inner orcs workings of orcs, orcs but is, orc stuff is the of my orcs favorite. are cool in the Rings of Power. I think they're the most interesting race, or one of the most interesting races, because they're so different from all the other ones. And they're cool. They're, they're the the way the they did the, the practical way the effects. Society and, works. And, yeah. Yeah, the practical effect orcs are the best. The orcs are a pretty good part. Like that's the thing. I'd say if they nail anything in this series, it's the representation of. Whether you want to call them Harfoots, Hobbits, whatever, little folk, and orcs are represented very well. I yeah, because I always love 
than the dwarves. I really love. Are. I've always thought orcs were cool, but I really love orcs after Shadow of Mordor, because even though that game's not canon, it does provide a lot of like lore details of how orc inner society works. Yeah, like, your whole thing is you take over the orc army and stuff, and you have to like recruit yeah. orcs to your side. Yeah, that game's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. A, a great little game but that's the, the thing though it's it's a video game so it's like even though it's canonically doing its own thing it, it still does a pretty good job of staying within yeah. what's already there it still feels like I think what hurts more about the TV show is it's a TV show so it feels more like a real thing yeah and they're doing it kind no one of incorrectly ex- no one even ex- though I still really <laughs> like it it's still really good no one expects a video game to be a part of the canon, and most people don't like when video games are a part of the canon, because most people don't want to have to watch movies and play a video game to get the full story of the thing. Yeah. Um, unless if it's, like, a not a super important story that's, like, a spinoff or something, but... Yeah. yeah. It's more forgivable, because Shadow of Mordor changed the lore a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's an entirely different continuity, pretty much, but... But it's still just a video game. It works because it's just a, a video show, game. and it's a fun video game. It's more because it's like the movie. To some people, the movies are the most Lord of the Rings they'll ever know. And that's Lord of the Rings. I mean, to to the general public, the movies is what Lord of the Rings is. Yeah. So that's why a TV show is also like people might watch this TV show and be like, "Well, yeah, remember when Sauron was blank, and then they did all that," and people would have to be like. Yeah, just in that show. That's not how it actually happened. Right. And it's like, uh, I wish they would have just did the. Like, and not the most people want to see. It's like they wanted to make happened. a TV show, like a show for everybody to be like, what's going to happen? Instead of like, I think, and I still had a good time watching. I still like. It. I can't wait for season two. But I think if they would have just been like, here's the stuff that already exists, and we're just showing it to you, I would have been equally as entertained. Like I wouldn't have been seeing. It. Like, it's cool having, like, the, ooh, which one of these characters is actually Sauron? Whereas I could have just watched him be Anatar, the elf, and been like, ooh, how are they going to do this in this show? Like, yeah. how is he going to deceive? Like, I can know what the fuck's going on, and it can still be really good. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't go in that direction. So is it implied he's in disguise as a human? Yes. He's not actually a human. No. I mean, we know he's not actually a human, but that's not his, like... What he actually looks like. No. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't. He's not Anatar either. One of the appeals of what makes Sauron so scary is you see so little of him. Yeah. No, he's definitely now, as of right now, a character who has an actor (laughs) going forward. And he can still shape shift. Don't get me wrong. It's still implied that who he is in the show is just a version of himself. Just makes him less scary to be like, oh, he's he's this dude. Sauron is that guy. I kind of dig it though. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. I I do, I do. That's the thing. Even though I don't like that they changed the canon, I'm liking what they're doing, and I want to see where they go with it. I mean, I am interested to see. I like the character. What he's like as a character, because he's not really a character in the movies. He's more like a force of nature that they have to avoid. But he doesn't really have a personality. He's already defeated by that. You get yeah, you get little tidbits of like what he's like, and you just know he's an evil lord. He's an evil guy. I can't believe I finished this drink again. And that's really all you get from him. He's he's smart. He's evil, and if he gets his power back, we're fucked. Yeah, he's gonna kill. He's gonna kill or enslave everyone. Yes. And now you're kind of getting, and and that's the thing. I like if this character could have just been Anatar, but was the same 
person characteristics-wise, I'd still be just as interested. I think of him as Sauron is very interesting, and I want to keep seeing where it's going. Is he a good actor? Well, he's a good actor. I think he's a good actor. And I think the way they're kind of going with it is, is, is what I do. What they do with my favorite type of villains is they kind of present that Sauron thinks that he's helping yeah. Middle Earth. He thinks that he's saving it when he's really the Let's worst. Put it under his control. Exactly. Yeah. And he doesn't see the difference. And I think I really like that perspective. Yeah. And he's still a deceiver. And at one point, the character is like, "Think of this as a gift." Like he helps the elves out at one point. It's before the reveal happens, and he just kind of is like, "Think of this as a gift." And you're like, "Holy." Fuck that guy Sauron. Yeah, that is one of the biggest character traits that is really known of him is that he's a deceiver. And a gift giver. Because his yeah. gifts are what he uses to deceive. And control people. And they do a good job with that. That's what I mean. They do a really good job of giving you this Tolkien feeling that they grasp the idea of everything that's going on, but they want to take their own run at it. And I guess I can respect that. Because I like it. And I mean, it's a must-see Every fucking Friday morning, we've woken up at 6 o'clock to watch this goddamn show. Just because you want other people to watch it and like it, and, you know, any kind of ammunition they give trolls will backfire. That hurts. It hurts yeah. to see, because it's like, even though I like it, I can understand why people may not, and when I, it's in the hands of the worst people, what do you, what do you do? Like, I've watched a lot of people that have reviewed this show that liked it at the beginning and are now just like really just don't like it at all god damn it fuck like i've lost people along the way even though i'm still really liking it but we'll see that was a great segue into lord of the rings we really was slid into that um but that's that i mean i can't really go into too much without spoilers right definitely gonna watch it I, I, it i think you should and i'd love to hear your thoughts I'm always wondering what to watch. I always remember I have things to watch and then I forget. I recommend watch like I just watch that. You want to see? You liked the first two episodes. I did. I did. So see where if you like the rest. Um, is there anything else that's on right now? Like I feel like we very well donely covered a lot of like what the fuck's going on. Right. Yeah, I'm trying right. to think of anything else big that we could have a good little conversation on. We hit Andor a little bit. We hit She Hulk. We hit uh, Lord of the Rings just now. Mm. Um, That's mostly everything. Most of it. We talked Cyberpunk. That's not anime related. Yeah. So, God, I feel like there was at least something. I mean, we talked the Mario movie. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. (laughs) We watched the whole trailer. I was like, an hour ago now. Um, let me just do a quick a quick skim, see if there's any other big things that we might have just forgotten about. But I think for the most part, that covers pretty much all of it. I mean, we talked about Chainsaw Man ourselves. I mean, what more do we even need to say about about Chainsaw Man? That's true. One episode, and it I was pretty I wa- good. I wish I read the recent chapter. <laughs> Yeah, the newest chapter was uh, it was good. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it, it was another one that was kind of like it set up the next chapter to be really good, yeah. but it was still very compelling. It, it's still I like that he takes his time. It just sucks that it's not a weekly release and you don't get a whole lot of developments each chapter. But I think every chapter that comes out is really good. Yeah, it's just 
not high octane action yet. Which it doesn't have to be. I really like the character moments in Chainsaw Man. I think those are like some of the best in the series is when they're not even fighting. Yeah. Um, I think it was better because bo- I think both of us read it when it was already done. So we just... Well, you got it all once. My, so now my, it's hard that it's one by one. Yeah, my experience is much different reading part two than part one because part one works so well, I think, because you can... Read the whole thing. Read the whole thing in one go. Um, and I'm sure part two will be the same once it's finished. I mean, each chapter in itself is very entertaining. Yeah, you can just tell, like, we're it's in the, with the two slow weeks in between setup phase. Like, we're building everything up because it's a brand new character, brand new story. When they hate you with stuff, it's like, that one bitch was just like, I'm going to massacre the whole school or whatever she yeah. says. Like, I'm a murderer. I murdered somebody yesterday. And you're just like, what? Like, it just comes, like, it's, uh very well done. Very well done. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, let's see by spring. I'm sure by spring we'll have some crazy, we'll be into the arc, we'll be oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. into the thick of it, stuff to talk about. Yeah, and the animation looks solid. It's oh, yeah, with the show, fuck, animated. by this time. The, op- the opening is, I think, some of the... It's fun. Yeah, it's, you know... Very fun. My at least top ten, if not top five openings. The ideas they had for, like, the video for that. Like, the song's good, and the video is interesting. I didn't notice until someone pointed out on the internet, at the very, like, Aki closes the opening with a con. With a what? A con, like, the... Oh, yeah, thing. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the very end, he, like, does that to close out the opening. Yeah, looks to camera, and they're dancing. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. I, I can't wait to watch the next episode, Tuesday. Tuesdays. That's a fun one for us because we have TV pretty much every day of the week, something to watch, and we didn't have anything for Mondays and Tuesdays, and I'm excited to, like, have an anime on a Tuesday. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Especially Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Though, I heard it's only 12 episodes, and uh, so I don't know how much the arc that'll cover, how much of the Yeah, they're, they're definitely not getting all through part one, which I don't think they they're going to They're not going to close they wanna get, They want to get, you know, a good amount of seasons out of this, and there's not really a lot of Chainsaw Man out yet. Yeah, I think it's smart for them to only put a little... Because, like, one, you only 12 episodes. First of all, you got a budget to make a very beautiful-looking... It's It stays good-looking if yes, you keep it yeah. 12 a season. So Higher keep, quality per episode. And honestly, at this point with my anime, that's what I want. I want yeah. it to look good. It doesn't have to be 24-episode seasons of... I mean, it sucks to wait very long and only get 12, but, like, I'm sure we'll get 12 more or so eventually, and it'll be fucking awesome, and yeah. I'll give the manga more time. I mean, I think I think Japan realized at some point in the past decade that they were like, we should really give the manga some time to be good so we don't have to make filler episodes or waste our money making bullshit. Yeah, because no one likes them, and it's a huge waste of time and resources. Yeah. And, I mean, it's all over the place. It's... It's literally how they're doing everything anymore. My hero just started back up. It's great looking. Spy Family took a little break. It's always good looking. Bleach just came back. They've adopted the now 12 episode per season thing, and it looks fucking awesome. Um, I mean, I hope. Gives the uh, artists more time, less work to do, mm-hmm. so they're not as exhausted, because I think those huge episode seasons can really tire out a creative team and it starts to show oh for for fuck's sake millie think of first you get attack on titan they made the first three seasons and then 
They had to hire a different. They had to have Mappa now does everything, but like they hired them to take over. And then what did they do? The people that made the original three Attack on Titan seasons, they started Vinland Saga, and they made the four the whole first season. It looked fucking awesome. Yeah. They announced the second season, and then somewhere along the way, they went. Actually, we're not doing it. Mappa's making that too, and it's like they they tire their people out, and then they have to pass it on. So I worry about Spy Family. I'm like that wit, the one that did that twice now. Is making Spy Family like I don't want to see this animated by a different fucking animation group again. Like, I want I, I want a certain show to look that way the yeah. whole run of the show. Yeah, and Mouth is probably gonna get tired out too. Like, they're doing everything right now. Yeah, that's so the thing. They're doing literally everything. Which that's a lot of time and resources and I, they don't have thousands of artists working for them all the time. I can't believe Chainsaw Man looks that good. Be- yeah. Because, be- like, because guess what? They're also working on um, the final batch of episodes of Attack on Titan. You don't think they've got every animator working his fucking family to the ground trying to get that fucking thing done. <sighs> so we'll see. I yeah. mean, it's like... You know, the same thing happened with Disney. There's that whole controversy because their, their VFX artists were starting to really burn out and you can tell in certain, like parts of She-Hulk and stuff, like their artists are exhausted. Like they're, yeah. they're working super long hours and constantly. Yeah, yeah. And it just like it's. I mean, I mean, I'm glad it still looks good while it does, but I'd hate to see it diminish because it does look so fucking good that it's like a sad. It's like watching a unicorn get shot in the head or something. Yeah, that would be pretty sad. Something beautiful just getting wrecked. On that note, I don't know. I think we covered a pretty, uh, pretty good chunk of everything nerd shit, and I think we can tie this up in a nice little bow. Yeah, I think so. Um, hour forty. I think that's a good. We we talked about a lot of stuff. And you want to talk about One Piece? I mean, we talked about One Piece earlier. But... I think you and I could just talk about One Piece. Yeah. Yeah. We. I think of it this way. Swag's not going to listen to the One Piece section. That's true. Swag's our only viewer. And we, we did have a good conversation with it earlier and take most of the points yeah, of yeah. what's going on. Was there something that you had brought up that I said we should talk about? Maybe it was Rogue One we were going to talk about, and I, we did that, so never mind. I think that's... Yeah. All right. All Well, titty slappers. I forgot. That's where this started, motherfucker. Titty slappers. Or ass people. Or ass not people, everybody. You too, but not foot people. Or, or you know swag. what? You know, we're not just Except for swag. We're not just for guys here, you know? Bitches. You, you like your balls? Hell yeah. Dicks. Some ball slapping. Slapping. Chess pecs bouncing, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, what they do. Butts. Stuff. No. I don't know what girls are into because I'm a straight <laughs> man. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see you guys we'll see yeah later Brayden you want to take us out with a little song um let me think of one you are so beautiful and we love you good night Christopher and adieu to you yeah that's all I have. I like that. Well, good night, Swag. I hope you enjoyed that little song. <laughs> Swag's Swag. first name. <laughs> good night. That's a bit. <laughs> <laughs>